You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson, where we don't serve food, but we do serve spiritual food right here on Faith FM. I'm reporting live from Finland, where it's nice and toasty, and uh, Lawson is reporting live from Toronto. Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Uh, and we've got Shanna in the studio in Newcastle as well too this morning as well too. Shell, I think, picks up her dad from the airport, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Epic, which is pretty cool. And her, uh, her dad's Austin, coming from Wisconsin, which is another very warm place right now. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Dusty. Like, and I'm, I'm sure the was... listeners can tell that I'm being sarcastic because Wisconsin right now is like minus sixty. Well, in Finland, I mean, it was like a balmy, it was like 30, probably 31, 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow, that's so. that's hot as. Yeah, super like hot. For Finland um, in the winter, that is, is well, really Actually, what really happened cool. was all the snow melted, and then uh, it froze again. Then now it's like a uh, some sort of death trap. So I've I've slipped about five times since I've gone outside <laughs> just to come over here. I haven't fallen completely yet, but I am thankful uh, that, you know, when we talk about what we're thankful for, I'm thankful that I haven't fallen really hard mm. yet. I hope it has never, never happens, but now I'm walking through the deep snow just so I don't fall over on the ice death trap of the roads. Mm. What do you think before Lawson? Um, well, other than the Kevin Durant trade, I am thankful that, uh, what? My friend, we'll talk about it later. My, we're not going to talk about it on radio, but uh, there's some some NBA stuff. But uh, my friends from Melbourne have come up here, and I've been taking them around. And speaking of the weather, they are boiling. They are like, this is too hot. This is ridiculous. Why is it so hot in Newcastle? And I'm like, it's not that hot. You're the problem. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Coming up on Faith FM, unfortunately, the earthquake death toll now exceeds 20,000 people in Turkey and Syria. Biden uh, shares four points in his State of the Union address. And Sydney scientists have discovered a new COVID-19 natural immunity. You're listening to Faith FM, the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson in totally different countries. And Shanna is in another place doing the studio work, doing the technical side of things. Thanks for producing this morning. We have some wild things happening today. This is Friday, which is actually Thursday late night for me here in Finland. But it's Friday morning in Australia. It's our final day for the quiz. And we're about to give away an amazing prize. These are the final opportunities for you to get into the drawing, to get amongst it, and to find yourself in the victory circle running the victory lap with the victory set of books with your name on it. Correct. And because of that, I have chosen a quiz that's a little bit easier because I want you guys to get into this draw that is coming around 8.45 today for the amazing Conflict of the Ages box set. Essentially, a set of commentaries from before creation to after recreation it is powerful stuff that will bless your life and will enable you to see the bible in a you know deeper profound light but 
you have to answer the quiz questions. You have to get into the quiz. And I picked a little bit of an easier quiz today so that, you know, I'll give you every opportunity to get in for 500 points. The first clue is I am the grandfather of Noah. I am the grandfather of Noah. If you know who that is, 0491-064-669. If you know who the grandfather of Noah was, give us a call or a text on that number, 0491-064-669, with the correct answer, and you'll be able to go into the draw happening later in the show today. Hey, Lawson, I just want to give a a little heads up to Uh our listeners and a little shout out to our listeners in Heelsville, Victoria, 88.0 on the FM channels, Heelsville, Victoria, and then also Rockingham, Western Australia, 88.0 as well, too. Rockingham, what a cool name, actually. I like that. There's probably a Rockingham in the States, right? It sounds familiar for it sure. It sounds Maybe super familiar. Absolutely. Yeah. But well, the heels built as well too. Uh, it sounds right. awesome as well too. It sounds like a great place to go if you're feeling sick. Yeah, that's right. Like they should put like a like a health retreat there or something. It's like, hey, come on down to Hillsville. Like that's the perfect marketing. Where are you going? I'm gonna get better in Hillsville. I'm gonna go get better in Hillsville. Incredible. <laughs> hey, absolutely. You're listening to the breakfast show this morning with some positively different news. And speaking of Heelsville, I've got a story that I read this morning that actually comes out of Finland. What? Yeah. And this scuba okay. diver from that part of the world is trying to hold on. Just pause. Finish. What, oh, wait, wait, what did pause. you just say? Did you just say scuba diver? Yes. From Finland. Yes. Like how do you even, how do you dive? It's like solid ice. Uh, yes. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The boys are in the Ranta Sauna right now, okay? So they all went down to this place called the Ranta Sauna, which is the beach sauna. And they were going to do – they're doing ice baths. So they're, they're in the sauna. Then they walk out to the beach, which is not a beach. It's just literally frozen water. They took a chainsaw. They chainsawed a hole into where the Ranta Sauna Lake is, the beachfront, and it took them two blades vertically. So it's like that's how thick the ice is. It's like basically a meter thick of ice how's this guy scuba diving you actually they they put on like like 10 mil wetsuits or they use dry suits yeah dry suits much better and they go deep it's actually you have a look at some of the the scuba diving in frozen lake videos i saw this one that was kind of freaky but simultaneously the coolest thing i've ever seen but this particular scuba diver they were scuba, scuba diving in the baltic sea uh, but they were having problems. Uh, there was lots of nitrogen yeah, and phosphorus. Not, not because of the cold. Not because of the cold. Uh, it was like all this like fertilizer and different stuff had washed into the sea that had caused this massive algae bloom. And then they were like, well, I can't even see anything because there's just so much algae here. And they were like, well, this is some, some clear pollution. Now, what do you do to solve this? You can you could try and find a way to stop the fertilizer washing in the sea, but it's very difficult. Yes. What they said is, well, how can we retool and repurpose and harvest this algae to do something important? Now, we've talked about some of the amazing things algae has been doing on the show before. I talked about how someone had made a solar panel out of algae and had converted the process of, uh, what's it called, photosynthesis into 
energy before, which is pretty cool. But this person has just seen that, well, algae actually has a lot of properties that are similar to petroleum-based chemicals. And so, so therefore, you should be able to make cosmetics, artificial textiles, detergent, packing materials, and fertilizers, as well as different types of plastics. You should just be able to replace everything because it, it's very similar to plastic. We've talked about algae-made plastic before, but just as we have found the perfect place to put a lifestyle center in Hillsville, Victoria, they've found the perfect place to harvest this algae from because it's having this huge bloom down there in the Baltic Sea. And it's like, well, why don't we just take all this algae and just turn it into plastic and use it for a whole bunch of things? So they take the algae and turn it into plastic? Yeah. So they're essentially subsistence really farming wild. algae. Okay. And turning gotta... it into all kinds of household items. Wow. Which Do you is have awesome. a list of example of household items? Yeah, well, I was just saying before, it's like artificial textiles, you know, so any any jackets or whatever that are made out of plastic, uh, detergents, packing materials, fertilizers, cosmetics. That's wild. Well, you know, would you like to put some algae makeup on? That, that's potentially what they've they've got here for you. I don't wear a lot of makeup. Uh, and by that, I mean none, but uh, <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Would I feel comfortable with algae on my face? It's like treated just in the same way that plastic is literally petrol. And then they treat that to turn, wow. turn it into plastic. That's pretty wild stuff. Like, I, guess I was like, like this, is a, this is such a good cool story as well, because this, this person, uh, well, they've turned it into a company that's called Origin by Ocean or Obo which I think is an epic name, Obo, because it's old Obo. called Obo. But uh, yeah, they've just been getting out in their, in their local Baltic Sea and just been harvesting all the algae out there. Good for them. Hey, I've got another story. So yesterday, we were talking about the AI race, chat GPT versus Googlebot, Microsoft versus Google, and Apple, you know, working with Siri, they're, they're they're trying to take strides and copy the chat GPT model. So Google Bard has been doing the rounds, advertising, getting people stoked on the company. And Google have enlisted the help of, Al- the help of Alphabet, which is the, the firm that has been... The parent company of everything in Google now. That's right. Um, but that's been making the AI. So they did a promotion for the bot Bard, which was released on Twitter, which clearly showed... The bot getting something wrong. Like, literally, the, the ad is of a nine-year-old kid typing into the bot about, like, give me information about the James Webb telescope. And then the, and then the information it gives back is that it's the first telescope to photograph and take pictures of planets outside of Earth's solar system, which is very untrue because that happened in 2004 and James Webb has only existed since last year. And so, and that, that was not fact-checked and then made into the ad for Googlebar, this new AI technology that's supposed <laughs> to change the world. And when that ad played, $100 billion was immediately wiped off Alphabet's stock price. No way. 
So, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because they just they're like, look, guys, look at how. And we talked about AI yesterday in the the you say a hundred billion. Yep, yeah, uh, one hundred billion dollars. That's like a made up number, like one hundred billion dollars. That's right. Immediately, it just and disappeared. It just gone. Investors were just like, um, we're out. That's kind of awkward. <laughs> and they sold up. 100 billion wow. at least. Now, Alphabet is a massive company, and that was equating to around 8% of its value. So, it's still it's still huge. But yeah, the AI race, interesting stuff happening in that space. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. M87.6, 87.8, or 88.0, depending on where you're listening. If you're in Hillsville or Rockingham, it's 88.0. Lawson's in Toronto. Shanna's in Newcastle. I'm in Finland right now, in Mikkeli, Finland, where the ice is two chainsaw blades thick if you want to go for a swim. so uh, But that ice did melt a little bit, and now it's just a, a, a deadly risk to go from building to building as i found out and so did uh my hammies they also found that out as i was trying to stabilize my body walking from place to place without falling directly onto my face lawson we need 400 points for a quiz help us out 400 points for the quiz today you will find me in luke's genealogy of christ but not matthews oh oh so, okay. if you know who this is, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. If you answer correctly, you'll get your 400 points. This is the 400-point clue. And, of course, the answer is the same for every clue. But the clues get easier, and depending on which one you answer it on, you get less points. But, again, that number is 491-064-669. Give us a call. Give us a text. Get in. We have, coming up at 8.45, our draw for this week. Again, that clue was, you'll find me in Luke's genealogy of Christ, but not Matthew's. 0491-064-669. Beautiful. All right. Now, Lawson, we have some interesting things on the news. Number one, I just want to report again, it's so unfortunate. There's more than 20,000 people now are known to have died after Monday's earthquakes in southern Turkey and northern Syria. Uh, there have mm. been, there's people without shelter. There's no water, fuel, electricity. And the WHO, the World Health Organization, fears that many of the survivors uh, could even lose their lives further. Mm. So there's already been 20,000, and there could even be more as well, too. It's It's just, Absolutely awful uh, what's going on over there. Uh, the danger uh, for a, there's now a danger for a secondary disaster, which may cause harm to more people than the initial quake as well, too, because of everything that's going on. And so, like, I guess the dominoes are set in place for even more uh, difficulties happening there in northern Syria and southern Turkey. Uh, there has been some good news about it, though. There are. There's been six UN lorries carrying aid uh, have now crossed the border from Turkey into Syria, Syria, and the first international help people there have had. So there's finally some help getting into Syria as well, too, mm. because, I don't know, as you've known, it's been some very intense warring and struggles that are happening 
but there's been an opening up and a cessation of that because of the humanitarian work that is needed to be done uh, to help save lives as well too. But 20,000 people already gone and the numbers, honestly, when we started this, when we started this uh, reporting at the beginning of the week, it was 1200, you know, and then it went to, I think the number was uh, seven, 7,000 and then, or 7,200, then it went to 11,200 and now it's over 20,000 people. And it looks like the number is just going to continue to rise. So we just want to keep our brothers and sisters, uh, uh, Christians, Muslims alike. We want to pray for all of them that God will be with them during this difficult time. It is, it is a very difficult time indeed mm. there. So I just want to just take a few minutes right now. I just want to uh, put a prayer up for all of them. And so if you can join me, that'd be good. Father in heaven, we just want to pray for everything that's going on in Turkey and Syria. There's so much pain. There's so much loss and suffering. And we just ask that your ministering angels would be there. Lord, we pray that you would uh, be with the people during this time, this difficult moment in earth's history. And that uh, through all of this, Lord, uh, miracles can be done and achieved and, and can happen and help the aid to get to the right people at the right time and just send a spirit of unity and peace amongst the people as they uh, work to save others and to rescue uh, those that have been trapped and just bring warmth and heat to them as they are in the freezing cold as well, too. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So in other news, in America, there has been uh, the State of the Union address by President uh, Joe Biden. Mm. And he, there's a four things that have taken place. One of them, he really wants to basically say that the Republican Party are are basically saying that they, they want to put a sunset clause to Medicare and Social Security uh, to every five years. Though in the middle of his speech, lots of Republican members of the Congress actually started shouting liar in the middle of the speech because he was essentially putting something on them that he had actually done himself, but... Mm putting the blame on, on others. And so there was a bit of an uproar, the state of the union address. The other explain that what is the sunset clause? Yeah, basically for, well, and the the other part here is he's, he's making it out to say that I'm protecting as Joe Biden, I'm protecting social security, which is your superannuation, right? Mm -hmm. So superannuation, social security, basically the same thing and Medicare for those who can't afford healthcare. It's a, it's a federal scheme. Uh, it, it works very different because we have privatized health in America, mm-hmm. but here in Australia, which I love living in Australia, even though I'm in Finland right now, but in Australia, it's amazing because essentially you can go to the hospital for free, you know, mm-hmm. or, or very, very cheap or affordable price. Not so in America, but for those who have a low income, they have Medicare, right? And Medicare mm-hmm. is not the same as Australia, but this is a scheme for those who don't have any money. And and Biden is basically saying, I'm here to protect Medicare. Uh, and it's these awful Republicans who are actually trying to take it away from you. But then the Republicans are saying, actually, you're the one doing that by Oof. sending millions and millions of dollars out to all these other things that you're approving. Uh, it's not us. That's actually you. And so there's like a bit of a, a battle there. Another thing that he was calling for is a codify, like codifying Roe versus Wade. So essentially saying... We want 
a bill uh, that will codify Roe versus Wade into law. Uh, and then it would veto, basically, he would put a national ban on abortion uh, that anything that the Congress proposes or passes to anything that would stop abortion, he wants to ban it and say, and he's basically saying Congress must restore the right and the right of abortion that was taken away. So he's very aggressively saying uh, that there's more than a dozen states that are enforcing what he calls extreme abortion bans, but he's saying we need to put a, a an act in place, part of the Equality Act, saying that abortion should be available for everyone at any time that they want. Mm-hmm. So it's very like he's very, very strongly in support of abortion, uh, which is, you know, obviously a very hot topic in politics as well. And it is it's very interesting how this is playing out uh, in it's those. Also very surprising, because for the majority of his political career, he's been vocally exactly pro-life. Not anymore. Not anymore yeah. at all. Wow. He's very, he's changed very much. Also within the Equality Act as well, too, is just a, a strengthening of the LGBTQ uh, position on same-sex marriage as well, too. And he's basically saying that we have to make this a now national law uh, that will give more rights to uh, this people group. And then another thing that he's proposing is a federal assault weapons ban. Basically, he's saying that we want to propose a federal assault weapons ban uh, once and for all, uh, he said, we did it before. Uh, I led the fight to ban them in 1994, which mm. shows his age there a little bit. Uh, and in the 10 years, the ban was law. Mass shootings went down. And after Republicans let it expire, mass shootings tripled. So he's essentially now saying <laughs> the Republicans are now responsible for school shootings in America as well, too. So he, he's not making friends, let's put it that way, uh, in this in this whole act, uh, mm-hmm. the State of the Union address. He's not making friends. But some good news from Australia, just really quickly here, uh, and ho- hopefully we can get just a little bit more time, and I'll be able to uh, share this with you. But we have this, quote, crazy interesting finding by Australian researchers, Sydney scientists, they have actually found a natural COVID immunity. Okay. Oh, okay. This is crazy. Essentially, there's this thing, and it's called LRRC15, and it's a receptor protein that's found in individuals who have uh, basically survived COVID with mild conditions, and it basically acts like Velcro in the lungs. And so when the COV2, the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein is present. This LL, this LRRC15 acts like Velcro and it sticks to the, to the COVID virus, making it so that you don't get as um, painful symptoms or as, as difficult symptoms. And so now they're even talking about, now that we know this, we can actually create a medicine to help increase the LRRC15 in the body uh, that so essentially not vaccines that are going to help, but uh, the, there's like a pill that will be able to be taken, uh, or some sort of some sort of medicine that can be taken that will then increase your LRRC15, and this has all been discovered in a Sydney lab mm. by a group of uh, team, like a team of scientists, and I believe the uh, the term 
is what we call functional genomics. And so that's what they're okay. studying there in Sydney. So that's, that's kind of cool news. That's, they're finding some solutions that were otherwise not possible. And so mm. I think that's actually pretty good news uh, in my books. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show here with Blake and Lawson. Shanna on the producing on the skills desk. set on the desk. She's uh, scratching those those discs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Is that like, I think that's what they do in there. They just individually like, put different records on. All right. That's how it works. I wish. No, we just have a lame computer. It'd be cool <laughs> if we had like a whole wall of, you know, just lots and lots of vinyl. That'd be but cool, actually. A little wall of vinyl. That's not the way we're rolling. But what we are going to roll with right now is the next clue for the quiz. And you guys have been a bit quiet this morning. I thought I picked an easier one. Guys, as we're whittling down the chances to get in, you you need to step up. 0491-064-669. I am the father of Lamech. If you know who this is, 0491-064-669. Six six nine is the number to call or text. I am the father of Lamech. And if you get that correct, you will go into the draw, which is happening at 8.45 today, to win the Conflict of the Ages box set. A fantastic set of amazing, incredible books we'll give to you for free. Again, that clue was, I am the father of Lamech. 0491-064-669. So Papa Lamech, huh? Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's what we're looking for, Papa Lamech. Well, the the father of Lamech. Yeah, that's what. Well, okay, Papa de Lamech. There we go. Little uh, Spanish version there. Uh, Lawson, we have with us here uh, someone who has heard about the the great place uh, that you used to work at before you retired, uh, <laughs> Newcastle <laughs> Uni Church. You're a, you're an old retired man now. That's right. I'm doing uh, retiree things like you know seeking education and. <laughs> speaking on radio every morning. Exactly. Well, we have a young man. His name is Jared Walton, and he's with us live here in Finland, but he's not actually Finnish. He's actually from uh, somewhere down. Is it Arena? No, it's uh, it's Forrester's Beach, right? Yeah. Yep. So you go down. You're, you live down in Forrester's Beach. was a beautiful place on Central Coast, uh, but you go to Newcastle Uni and you study something about medicine? Yeah, it's biomedical science. Oh, okay. I'm currently studying. Yep. Okay, so oh, then you would have actually you would <laughs> have actually exact. understood uh, some of the stuff I was talking about earlier today yeah. with the the LRRC15 discovery uh, that's going to help people improve their immune system. Mm, some of it. I that's kind of what yeah. that's your plan. So that's what you're going to plan on doing moving forward. Yeah, something like that. Just solving all the world's pandemics. I think so, yeah. <laughs> that's the plan. There, apparently there's pandemics, so I'll, I'll be there to fix it. Why not? There we go. I love it. That's that's what we're doing here uh, on Faith FM. We're preparing uh, the next generation of pandemic solvers right here. So, Jared, uh, you came on this mission trip from Forrester's Beach. It's a little bit chillier here in Finland. Just a little bit, yeah. How have you been dealing with the cold? You know, it's actually not been as cold as I was fearing. Um, but still it's been thermals every day. Uh, yeah, definitely haven't taken them off and, uh, it's at least been two or three layers on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I do find that the, the key to the cold 
is multiple layers. Mm. Like if you can get your layers down, you're you're pretty good. Mm. You're pretty solid yeah. as well too. And also if you keep the head warm and the yeah. hands warm, yeah, big time. Those two things seem to make a big difference as well too. Mm. So you, how long have you been going to Newcastle Uni? Uh, this is my fourth year this year. So oh, three years. Okay, so you're coming to the to the end the of end. things, getting close. Yep. Okay. Now, kind of walk me through. Just help me to understand, because I don't know a lot about biomedical. I can barely say it, biomedical science. Like, what is that really? Uh, it's basically a course where you can sort of see a few different areas of of medicine, um, and then you can kind of choose from there what you'd like to pursue. So, for example, last semester or last year, I did a bit of neuroscience. There was musculoskeletal anatomy, a few different things that kind of spiked. Sorry, you just said what? What word Mu- is that? <laughs> musculoskeletal anatomy. So that's the muscles that are on your skeleton, on your bones. Right. I'm so glad that you're actually studying this and I'm not because <laughs> I would uh, cause a lot of problems in people's <laughs> lives. Okay. So, wow, that's some that's some pretty wild stuff. Now, why would you get into something like this? Now, I, I, I remember, if I'm not mistaken, you go to the Foresters Beach, 7th Avenue Church yep. down there. Okay. Why would someone like you get into medical science? What's the purpose? Uh, well, look, I was interested in doing medicine, and this was a good course to you know begin that journey for me. Um, I also work in a pharmacy already, so that sort of medical field, um, health sort of area was already interesting to me. Um, and I figured that that might be something interesting to, to try this course and see if that, you know, would spark interest as, elsewhere um, or if pharmacy is still the way to go. So what has, do you know the answer to that question? At this stage, it does look like pharmacy is where I'll be heading. Okay. So you're going to do the biomedical science as like a foundation yeah. or a platform yeah. to move into the chemist work or the pharmacy, the pharmaceutical industry as well to, to become a pharmacist. Yep. That's the, the plan. That's the plan. Yep. Very cool. So how long, what's that, how long does that journey take? So if I do a master of pharmacy, which is what I'm thinking of doing at UTS, that'll be a two-year course. Okay. So two more after two this. More. So we got three more years, three more years potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very, very cool. Now, uh, I'm just wondering, has your faith played any impact into your career path? Um, yeah. Yeah, it has. It's more more recently now that as I've progressed on my um, in my career, I've had more opportunity to talk to customers and talk to patients about their lifestyle um, as well as the medication that they're on. So it is definitely a good witnessing tool to be able to try and help someone with their lifestyle when it comes to the Adventist health message, especially. Um, So that's been something that's been positive and something I'm trying to work on to be able to do more uh, to actually spread that word um, by engaging with customers in in a, you know, meaningful way. So if I'm not mistaken, you went out here in Finland and you uh did you massage people? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Walk we me did. through that. <laughs> how did that work? Yeah, that was an interesting one actually. I yeah. don't know how well it would fly in Australia, quite frankly, but um we went out to a mall called Stella um in the middle of Mikkeli, which is uh, close to where we're staying in Koivako. And we were on an outreach mission. Um we had little health bliss balls. They were like made of dates and peanut butter and you know, was, Yeah, they were good. I ate a bunch of they those. They were very good. They were super delicious. Yeah, we had some leftovers, don't tell anyone. Ooh. Um <laughs> but we were also offering those. We were offering um and a free massage if you if you felt like you needed something like that. So we were in the mall massaging people and talk, and spreading the message, which was really interesting being there um and handing out flies and talking to people. So have you ever done anything like that before? No, this is my first time. First time. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how awkward did you feel? Um, 
10 being the most awkward. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably 10. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you know, 11. <laughs> yeah, maybe even 11. Yeah. So I can't speak the language. Okay, so you can't speak the language no. and you're just randomly giving people yeah. massages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that there would were, be awkward, actually. Yeah, there were like a couple of people that understood a few words, but, you know, trying to bring someone over to the table, I can say moi, which is hello, and that's about as far as it goes. Oh, ketos, which is thank you. Yeah, that's, that's about true. as far as it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so Thank you for your help. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. But uh, the, so, so you go out there. Now, it would have probably been like maybe an 11 for sure if you were by yourself, but there was a group of you, right? Yeah, sure. So how, how does that whole system work? Like the whole team effort? Like how did you guys do that? Yeah. So we just had a few people kind of like taking a shift. So we just kind of rotate around. Um, I was lucky. I got to stand on the, on the table most of the time handing out the uh, bliss balls. Um, but we just, yeah, we had, a, I think it was four, maybe six people in the morning. And then in the afternoon, we switched and I came in in the afternoon section. Um, and yeah, we all just took turns doing the, the different jobs. And um, yeah, no, it was really interesting. I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. And, and you've never actually done anything like that before. Nothing That's what like you're saying this. before. Yeah, okay. It's definitely. So if you're trying to maybe like talk to our listeners in Australia, and they're they've never done anything like this as well too. They they could be listening, going like, "Hey, I've never done that as well too." Would you suggest that they go and try it, or would you say stay away from it with a ten foot pole? It's the scariest thing ever. Don't do it. I would definitely try it. Absolutely. Okay. How come? Well, first of all, for I, I mean, there's like a here in Finland, it, the the Finns do seem to be fairly shy when you know they don't talk to people. And I notice when we're walking around like the street, they won't actually say hello back if you say hello to them. Sometimes. So they are very nervous, I think, about talking to others. So it's been really interesting here trying to talk to them and bring them over. And then I think in Australia, it's very easy to talk to people because you walk past the street. Good day, good day, all that, all the time. Any any person you walk past. So I think definitely give it a go if you've got, you know, if you want to spread that message, absolutely go for it. So was it helpful to have like a, a team with you? Definitely. Like that part was, you, you were like, okay, that part really made a difference. And so yeah. maybe for some of our listeners, if they're thinking about doing this, maybe they could go to their church and they could say, hey, I, I want to try some health evangelism. Is that, is that what you call it? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, maybe we can work on something uh, to, to get that sorted as well, too. Also, yeah. another thing as well, too, for a lot of our listeners, uh, maybe who don't go to the Adventist church and they're just trying to figure out like, hey, that sounds kind of cool. I want to share the gospel. It's a wonderful way to actually connect with people about your faith by sharing uh, information about health mm. because of the the connection between the physical and the spiritual as well, too. And, and kind of seems like with your job that uh, you're going to be doing in a few years People are coming in for physical help. Mm -hmm. Like they, they're sick, they're upset, they're sad, they're, you know, whatever is going on physically. How do you find the, the transition between those kind of conversations to spiritual ones? Have you ever had that experience? I haven't actually yet. Um, but I do, I, I don't know how I would react yet to that sort of conversation. I have, I've had one person who's tried to talk to me about spiritual things. Um, and I didn't have enough time because I was stuck on the registers and it was a big line, but yeah, it's still something I'm working on how to try and bring that sort of conversation into an area where I can, you know, into a, a public area like that. Yeah. But I'm um, definitely on my mind. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I, I, I think that many of us have thought about like in the workplace. Okay. How do I, 
tell my coworkers about this mm-hmm. amazing thing. Because honestly, it, it's kind of like the Coca-Cola brand, right? Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola has the worst product for your body, but mm-hmm. maybe some of the best marketing in the world. Yeah. Everybody knows Coca-Cola. Absolutely. Whether you drink it or not, you know about it, yeah. okay? We have the best product ever mm-hmm. in the fact that it leads to eternal salvation. But our marketing platform is pretty bad, <laughs> right? And so... As a Christian, we need to find better ways to let people know about this amazing, this amazing thing that literally is totally free, but costs you everything, mm. you know, like yeah. it costs you everything, but yeah. it doesn't cost anything at the same time because it's already been paid for. And so I do want to, I just want to encourage our listeners and, and you as well, too, that as we move forward in life, like try to find ways to do the thing that you do for money, to do the thing that you do as your hobbies, to find little footholds to build spiritual conversations with other people on mm-hmm. that journey as well, too, because it makes a big difference as well, too. I uh, I had a little, this is a little random thing, just thinking about you're in the pharmaceutical business, right? So when I was uh, growing up, unfortunately, I was uh, a little bit involved in uh, selling uh, medical supplies that were grown by my family. <laughs> And uh, I made a deal with God that when I became a Christian, that I wasn't going to sell those medical supplies. I wasn't going to be an unofficial pharmacist anymore. I wouldn't sell those pills or anything like that. But I did make a deal that said that, God, if anyone ever asks to buy drugs for me anymore, I'm going to tell them about Jesus. And man, I've had a lot of really random, weird conversations with people in like grocery stores. Like I'm just buying my groceries and the guys, people come up to me and go, Hey, I want to buy some drugs from you. And I'm like, (laughs) have you heard about Jesus? (laughs) You know, and I, but it's because I made that intentional decision to say, if this situation comes, Mm. I'm going to have a spiritual conversation. Now, I just want to kind of challenge you in this moment as well, too. Like, have you ever thought about, like, in your future career, you know, you're here, you're on this mission trip, like, how is this all tying together? Like, why would you come on this mission trip? And how is this going to play out in your future career? Mm. Big question, I know. Yeah, it is a big one. <laughs> um, yeah, look, when I was given the opportunity, it was lots of thinking about, you know, if I should go, if I shouldn't go. And then I kind of felt impressed that I should go. It, it's it's like an opportunity that's been given to me. You know, I'm, I'd be lucky to go traveling, especially to Finland. I mean, who, no offense, but who goes to Finland? You know, like, <laughs> What a what a so random true. country. So so true. But um I no fully uh saw the opportunity and you know what? We got to the point where it was like, Yeah, I should go and um I'm here, I'm loving it. It's been excellent. The people we've had talking to us are really spiritually aware of their position and, and how they are um with God. And that's been really good to see and and as he you know, as someone that's going moving forward in their career, I think that um yeah, it's something that I think I can bring into that career. A more, a better connection with, well, I guess, uh, random people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like maybe my connection with God can shine through to them. I love that. If you had anything that you would say to those listening back in Australia, like, and you're on this mission trip, and you're you're having this experience, you're you're sanding, you're painting, you're wallpapering, you're you're renovating, right? Something which is totally outside of your scope of practice. Mm-hmm. What would you say to people? Do it. <laughs> Do one. This is my first um, ever. And Do you think it'll be your last? No, certainly not. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. You're going to come again yep. to a mission trip somewhere. Somewhere. Yep. doesn't have to be Finland. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.